Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. out there in listener land this is ginger man and trinity the talk and you're listening to working girls the podcast it's weekly subscribe <laughs> if you love it tell your friends if you hate it tell your enemies either way listen yeah you're gonna yeah. get some tea always at least it might be lukewarm it might be scalding hot it might be sweet tea you might get tea bagged who knows <laughs> miss trinity what's your favorite part about drag um, I think my favorite part of drag is like transforming into like different things, like different creatures or or just being creative. You're a transformer. Yeah. Yeah. A what robot about you? in disguise. <laughs> you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What's your favorite part of drag? Getting out of it. Is it? It is. Uh, no, it is. And there's something so like I, don't, I think there's a lot of people that will probably agree there's something so satisfying about finishing your shift, your show, your gig, whatever you're doing, and peeling those eyelashes off. It feels so bad, but so good. Slathering your face and that old oh, owly. the way that feels. Oh, I don't like the way that feels, but when you swipe all that makeup off and your skin, it's like pulling a mask off. It really is. And yeah. it just feels so satisfying. It's like punching out for the day. Yeah. I love it. It's my favorite part of drag. But I say, like, when I what got me into drag outside of theater was just the fact that I loved the rhinestones and the costumes mm-hmm. and the bling and the hair and the jewelry and the shoes. I loved all of that. It's yeah. so good for somebody with, with ADD. Yeah. Well, I... That where I'm from in Birmingham, you you didn't have access to any of that. So if you wanted a wig styled, you wanted a mix, you wanted a costume made, you wanted jewelry, you literally had to learn how to do it yourself. Oh yeah, I learned how to solder jewelry yeah. with my little kit from the Home Depot. Yeah, God, we were gluing this stuff. We were coating the whole back of it in the solder, thinking, "Oh, this is fine." We'll spray paint it, super glue it to our ear. I'm surprised our ears didn't fall off. Yeah, so it, my stuff was awful. Like as oh, mine too. Yes, as I was like a baby drag queen, but um, and I thought I was so fierce. <laughs> now, let me tell you a, a quick story about my one of my first ever costumes. My best friend at the time, and she's still one of my she's my sister basically. Like we've known each other the longest out of any of my friends. Her mother had just recently had got gastric bypass and lost uh-huh. a lot of weight. And, and her mother was extremely large before. She had saved these pleather pants. And literally, I could literally fit in one leg and my friend could fit in the other. That's how large uh-huh. her mom was. So she didn't need the pants anymore. So she gave them to us. So we cut the legs off and literally made Dre- tube, dresses. tube dresses out of the legs of these pleather pants. The first thing I ever made was a tube dress as well. And I think it was probably made out of like curtains or something my grandmother was getting rid of. <laughs> but I mean, it was nothing that ever should have been a tube dress. It was hideous. But it, girl, it, it, it worked. But that's the thing. We started drag, both of us, years ago before YouTube had really yeah. taken off. Before all these designers came out, hairstylists, yeah. jewelry designers, makeup artists, all the stuff. Yeah. And now the, it's really interesting to see how it's all flourished so quickly and how a girl, I want uh, hair that spins around like a helicopter. Yeah. Well, then you go and you talk to this person. Oh, I want blue hair that looks like uh, a fairy. Well, then talk to this person. There is a specialty person yes. for literally anything you want. In and it's a business. it's a business. It is a, bu- a huge business now. Yeah. Um, a, a lot has to do with drag race. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of it is to do with pageants. Um, but yeah, so now there's, 
there's all kinds of hair designers, jewelry designers, makeup artists, clothing designers, costume yeah. designers, literally whatever you could think of. And I think it's lovely. I love it too, because I, I hate sewing now. Have you ever been ripped off? Oh, completely. Yes. Completely. There was a designer, I can't remember his name. I had sent $300 to this designer in Puerto Rico and his stuff was amazing. Don't give me, uh -huh. it was, he was a great, like his pictures were great. Sent $300, he, we, we had nothing but positive uh, conversation. And then all of a sudden he just stopped responding, girl. Never saw that money, never saw the costume. I don't know where he went. I don't remember his name, girl. I guess he needed that money more than me. That has happened to me several times. Like in, there's drag groups on Facebook where you go in and it's like some are plus size, some are just for hair, some are for jewelry. We are, we're all a part of these groups. And so people post their wares. We go in, we peruse, we find what we want. And nine times out of 10, it's been great. But there have been a few occasions where the conversation was there, the money was sent and then ghosted. Well, we are going to get into a lot of that conversation today. Mm -hmm. But I think the, the big important thing to take away from today is that, you know, when we were starting up, you had to be self-made. Yeah. And there was a certain charm to that. Yeah. And we learned a lot. But now it's really nice to have all of these resources at our fingertips. Well, pretty much you can pay someone to make you look like a drag queen. You don't really have to do stuff for yourself anymore. Yeah. It's just up to you to be fabulous. Yeah. And our guest today is as fabulous as they come. The one, the only, Miss Bianca. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> we may call her. It's Jiggly Caliente. Hey. What's up, Ketchup? What's up, Ketchup? It's your girl, Jiggly Caliente. From, oh, wait, I can't say season four now. Yeah, All Star Six. <laughs> you look beautiful. Thank you. I try. Um, let me see your nails. Are the, is that the trans flag? Yes. No, well, actually, it, I wasn't trying to. It was just like I, I just wanted baby pink and baby blue, and it just so happened. To I love it. It's perfect for pride. It's perfect for pride. It's perfect if you a weekend in Boca Raton. I mean, these, this is going to change next week, but yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, happy pride, too. Yeah, it's June. Happy pride. By the time uh, this comes out, it may be December. Yeah, we don't, yeah, but we don't know when this is going to come out, but we're, we're <laughs> in June. So. But you should be prideful every month. I mean, I'm yeah. not always proud. You know, sometimes, you know. What have you done today to make you feel proud? And that's not sponsored. No, not at all. <laughs> that was free. <laughs> Just free. It's available on MyTunes, BoobTube, everything in between. Oh, uh, well, speaking of, both of y'all are on the newest season of All Stars. Yeah. I know we can't yeah. talk too much about it because it hasn't aired yet when we're recording. <laughs> but um, how does it feel for y'all to, like, be back, and, like, in the swing of things, working again on TV? Be back, 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 yeah. I mean, I'm, I've already been working on TV, so that's not new to me. Uh, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> let me just casually drop this right here. <laughs> Let me leave it in the background, much like I mean, my I'm career on Pose. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what it is? I, it just feels good to be back in the mix with the franchise. That feels really cool. And the fact that it was completely, filming is completely different now and not because of COVID. But then when I filmed season four, like almost, 10 years ago, so. Oh, yeah, things have definitely changed for you. Because y'all were crazy yeah. during, like, the first couple of seasons. Y'all are the reason that there's so many rules for all the girls now. <laughs> I mean, I cannot confirm nor deny that I was part of that situation. I was. <laughs> Anybody who knows Mrs. Jiggleworth knows that she is, she is not a part of that. She is the leader, the ringleader. I live. I was not. This was, you know, the gag is they were like, no, make sure you check her because she will sneak a phone in. And I was like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> did, did you try to sneak a phone in? No, I just didn't want to risk it this time. I was like, you know what? They already know what I'm capable of and I'm pretty sure they're going to try. And they really did look through every single thing I had. Oh, they so did? Like, oh. Yeah. They, so did they use the little, the little thing to like try to- The wand. They had a metal detector. Yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, damn, they weren't playing. 
they must have trusted me this time because right the first two times i went they wanded me down girl full cavity search it felt like but this time they were like yeah just open up one suit yeah sure you look fine uh, you don't look popular you don't have anybody to talk to wow i'm I, <laughs> I um i didn't try to sneak one in in all sorts i thought about it i thought about sneaking one in but then i was like what if i do get caught <laughs> i'm like that would suck to go have all this stuff made and then get disqualified before i even get to show up <laughs> yeah I mean, but you could take pictures of it on your nice phone yeah that's true send it to your friend <laughs> that's that's true i got a free a free plane ride <laughs> there's a silver lining to every dark cloud just so yeah. you know. Well, um, so what we can talk about is what you wore into the workrooms and your taglines, like going into the workroom, because that that was already sh shown, right? Yeah. So, in the yeah. oh, and we could talk about um, the promo too. So that's good. So that's a couple of things. So let's talk about um, Jiggly. What was your, uh, you wore a black dress with a huge gold zipper. I saw that was so cute. Um, so my, my dress was inspired from Versace. It's a Versace. And, <laughs> yeah, well, since it was, it was a real Versace, it was Versace. And like, I wanted like the gold, the big gold zippers because they were just like so good. And I wanted like a, a take on the little black dress, but still like make it fun and young. Yeah. So that's what I did. And then I also wore my East Saint Laurent shoes because I thought they were going to be comfortable. But no, that was <laughs> not a that was, that was that was not a good choice for me because my feet were killing me. Before we go any further, when I walked in, Jiggly sure as hell said, what the hell is she wearing? And then she tried to make fun of me, tried to come for me for wearing those little boots. And I looked at her feet and I said, you talk to me in a couple of hours, bitch, and you let me know who was the smart one here. All the rest of those hoes are, they're trying to lean against the wall, but they realize it's made out of fabric, so they're about to fall through. <laughs> They're pulling a shoe off. They're shifting their weight. I'm cool as a cucumber, bitch. We, I was dying, bitch. My feet were killing me. And I was like, oh, yeah, this isn't the, this, it was not, yeah. That's I ate my words. Because Ginger was, like, super comfortable, just chilling, looking at all of us going, what's wrong with y'all? Yeah, I was like, y'all want to go for a jog? That's the thing about going on the show. Like, if, if Sony auditions, some great advice is, especially for the first day, because it is one of the longest days, mm -hmm. waiting in full drag for hours. Before you even before enter you, the workroom. Yeah, even enter the workroom. Um, wear comfortable shoes. Wear an outfit that's easy to sit in, that's comfortable. Easy to pee in? Yeah. Well, not in. Don't pee in it. But well, I mean, unless you're in That's why you were dressed, because I was like, oh, just in case I got to pee, at least it's going to be easier. But bitch, I had to duct tape twice. I was like, this is not cute anymore. I was like, I can't do this. You had to duct tape in a dress? I would not have at all, bitch. I would have just... Well, no, because the dress has a high slit on it that... I didn't know, like, you never know. Cause look, I know how the camera angles are in drag race. Like, <laughs> so I was like, like even my toes, I was like looking at my feet like, you better not, you better stay in this motherfucking shoe. You better not pop out and not, bitch. <laughs> Girl, there's <laughs> nothing like- They will get you, bitch. They will zoom in on your pinky toe that's popping out of the shoe. Uh -huh. Oh yeah. No. Oh, girl, you could be uh, getting out of drag and you bend down to take your tights off and all of a sudden you feel a tickle on your taint and it's a camera. Oh, well, girl, I mean, it is, it's like HD now. I know, it's like, oh, it's a colonoscopy these days. <laughs> I care. But I was happy when I wore. What did I like you say when you walked in? Oh, when I walked in, I was like, well, mother did say may the best woman win. Yeah, how does that feel to be, like, not only one as as a trans woman walking in but to see that there's two trans women on the show now i i was like i was happy walking in alone but when kylie walked in i was like oh this is about to be some shit because they have two trans representation and like of two different types of trans bodies so i was like you know what let's go bitch we're about to storm these motherfuckers well what i really loved was that Jiggles belonged to three different groups, basically, out of the girls. She was one of the trans girls. She was one of the big girls, even though she's lost a lot of weight. You know, she still considers herself one of the big I girls. Feel, I, if, look, I am, if I could still start a fire with my thighs, I'm still one of the big girls. <laughs> and she was also one of the old school girls from one of the earlier seasons. And I'm so, also the only Asian representation. So, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, wow. So you they were like, you know what, we're just go, well, we're gonna cast Jiggly because she hits all kinds of like demographics. <laughs> yes, you had a lot of pressure on those uh those YSL heels, bitch. <laughs> but I was like, I it was really fun to walk in. I like that I was like one of the early girls to walk in because I would have been mortified if I was one of the last ones. Cause then you'd be waiting in that trailer for a, a long time. Forever. Uh-huh. Well, uh, Ginger, what about you? So you, um, you wore, you actually got a lot of controversy for your-, your I did. Song. It's like half of the people get it and they love it. Half of the people don't get it and they hate it. And they're all fighting with each other. But it's fine because they're talking about me. It's and totally explain, fine. Explain for the people that, ha- if you haven't seen it, I mean, you have to have seen it. By yeah, now. by now. If you're listening to this, if you're a fan of any of us, you have seen this. It's it's my, my glamour toad meets- like Bowser from Mario kind of look. And I, I, it's intentionally ugly. When I sat down and was talking to uh, Zach, who designed it for me, um, I had connected with him because he did Alona Verley's um, pink, or pink, her blue poodle look mm-hmm. for Canada's Drag Race. Oh. And I had sent him a message and I was like, hey, I really love what you did. would love to work with you sometime. He immediately called me back and he was like, I have been thinking about this idea for you for years. And will you just give me a couple minutes of your time and I'll explain it to you. And when he first sent it to me, I had the same reaction as everybody else. When he sent the sketch, I was like, I don't know. I don't think that's really like, it's kind of ugly. And he said, so you get it. I said, what do you mean? He said, it's ugly on purpose. Because when you look at a toad, everybody's initial reaction is, ooh, gross. And then you like stare at it for a little longer and you're like, oh, they're kind of cute. They're kind of cool. There's so much to look at and so much to unpack and toads can't help but be themselves. And he said, you, you have always been that representation for a lot of us who have always felt like we don't fit in with the rest of the drag community. So well, he called you a toad. Yeah, well, girl, I called myself <laughs> a toad years ago. And I think the toad representation is absolutely important because there are so many people, so many, and I know this for a fact because I've met most of them in the world, who have never felt like they will ever be pretty no matter what they do. Mm-hmm. And I know for a fact, I'm not a pretty person, but I can be a beautiful person. Mm -hmm. And to me, that's what the whole Glamour Toad thing represents. So when we started talking about that, we started making it even uglier by adding some like rhinestone warts here, there and everywhere. And it really captured exactly what I wanted it to be. And the people who get it and appreciate it, they get it and they appreciate it. And the ones who don't, fuck them. They're still talking about me. Fuck them. Fuck them if they don't like it. Like the detail of like Ginger's outfit is actually really pretty because like the netting has rhinestones on it. It was, it's actually pretty. But I, like initial, this like, I mean, come on now. For me, I was like, why does she have a fucking frogs on her shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, like for my entrance for All Stars, I came out in like a replica of a Prada dress. Yeah. Well, girl, the fan base hated it until Vogue did a blog about me doing the dress mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they just turned their opinions around and was like oh we love it i'm, I'm like y'all are so stupid well the same thing happened with simone last season her entrance look was so controversial because it divided fans that polaroid dress that she wore yeah half of them were like oh this is brilliant celebrate yourself this is a reference to this that or the other thing and then the other half was like girl, that looks so cheap. There's no shape. I don't like it. She looks cheap. She's going home. And she won the whole thing. It's not for, this is a PSA for any of Drag Race fans that are listening right now. What you wear into the workroom should be comfortable as Jiggly can now attest to. It should represent you and it should be fun. That's your one chance to just go do whatever the hell you want. Yeah, because you know, yeah, and you're not gonna get like, you're not gonna and you can't say shit about it. Exactly. But you know what? Regardless of what anybody thought of y'all's entrance looks, y'all both looked freaking stunning for the promo. I mean, it was Ooh. to me, it's it's the best promo overall. Like with so many great looks out of all the seasons, including regular seasons. I love the theme. I love the colors. Everybody showed oh, yeah. it out. Mm-hmm. Everybody looked beautiful. Uh, for the most part. Everybody spent money. That's what it is. Well, and people don't realize that we spent that money in about two weeks. 
Yeah. Oh, well, they gave us to get everything together. Um, it, I, I will say, oh gosh, we might have to edit this out later. It's been very different working with Paramount Plus than, well, so Jiggly, you and I were both on logo seasons. Year, yeah. Year. So we didn't even uh, deal with the VH1 cycle. No, we didn't get none of that. I got, but, um, we filmed our promo the, the, after the first day of filming. Yes, yeah, so did we for season seven. Yeah. And so poor Alisa, Alisa had to act like she was still in the competition. And we were like, that sucks. I know, like, we how? felt so bad for Tempest because she had to do the same thing, but they wouldn't let us talk to her. Damn. <gasps> Oh, damn. See, yeah. at least we were able to talk. Alisa was in the van with us and everything, but damn. <laughs> the tea, bitch, the tea. Well, I mean, I maybe they didn't let her talk to us or maybe she just didn't want to. I don't know. I just know that she was on the other side of the building from us the entire day. So I don't know if she was embarrassed or she was hurt or whatever. I'm sure she was all of those things. But um, it was very strange to do that and watch her have to go through it literally the day after she got eliminated. Um, but now working with, uh, with Paramount Plus, it's different because the timelines are very different. Mm. Um, and it's, I'm, I don't wanna say that it's last minute, but there are a lot of things that are very last minute because yeah, there's a lot of- I think, they are because, always. I think it's because of COVID for sure. I, that's what I think it is because a lot, they're leaving everything to the last minute so that we can get the most, like, so we don't have to be like quarantined or so we don't have to be like with, like with all the restrictions that's coming about. Like, I mean, things are getting lifted, but not when we filmed our promo, we were still had to wear all these masks and everything. Yeah. Um, things are starting to get lifted now. So it's different, even filming. So, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I've thought that too. You know, we all talked about it when we were there shooting the promo. It is a little frustrating to have to pull together something so spectacular in such a short amount of time with no budget because you've had to use your savings. Yeah. With no budget and all of that. But it also would have sucked even worse if they had told us a month and a half out, okay, this is what we're going to do. And then things changed last minute yeah. and we didn't even get to use what we already did or it had to change for some other reason. That would have been worse. So they've been very lovely to work with, but it's been really crazy trying to navigate it all through COVID. Yeah, especially when we're, we're, There's still things that are like, we, like, it took me a while to get that white wig yeah, I had to wait to get it. Like my, like I was just lucky that Chastity had white wigs on her. She, but she was like, "Girl, this is hard to get right now." And I'm like, "Fuck me, bitch." Let's talk about wigs. Uh, let's talk about wigs. This, uh, Serena Cha Cha and uh, oh, girl. <laughs> oh, she says she don't want to talk about wigs, girl. She wants to talk about one particular that wig. One particular uh, wig. What happened with Akira and uh, Serena Cha-Cha? Was there drama on set? Okay, so I don't even, I didn't well, know any so of let's put it this way. They were, so we were in two separate groups. Yeah. They were, the first group did, on the first day did the promo and then they did digital, which is Meet the Queens. So that was Ginger's group who did um, digital the first day and we did the promo the first day. So they didn't see each other at all during the filming of the promo. But apparently when Akira got it, it wasn't good. Well, we kept- Apparently you saw, I saw the pictures, bitch. It, it looked great in the promo because you could like, because they used some kind of weird filter and you couldn't tell, but the pictures that- Oh, girl, we were completely filtered and airbrushed in this photo and promo. Thank God. I don't know what magic they did. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. I've seen I am naturally that gorgeous. How dare you? I've seen all of y'all in person. I know. Thank God. And you know what? I, thank God for me too. I, I love about 15 <laughs> filters. <laughs> Hello, me too. I like my pictures like my cigarettes filtered. <laughs> but when we were there, so we would get together in the, you know, like we couldn't go out because we were quarantined, but um Eureka had um, opted into a larger room, mm -hmm. which became 
yeah, she got a suite. So it became like our hangout. We we all get together every night, order some pizza, play some Uno or play video game. We play Jackbox a lot, which was really fun and just kind of spend time together. And for some reason, Serena just wasn't coming. We went down to her room to be like, come on, girl, sister, let's go. Let's go. Let's all hang out. This is the only time we're going to have together doing this. And she's like, oh, no, I'm just very busy right now. So we didn't busy know. Busy doing what? Pulling trade? Girl, we don't know. We didn't know what was Styling going on. Styling more wigs. But Akiria was also very quiet when it came to discussing, like, where's Serena? Why isn't Serena here? And then it wasn't until after we shot the whole promo, because I was in Akiria's group, and I knew she wasn't happy about something, but we didn't know what. And it wasn't until after everything was said and done that she goes on that live and just starts ripping every ripping Serena Damn. apart. Damn. This is the thing. This is the thing. I, I totally get it. She should be mad. Like, if the hair was not up to par, I, she should be mad. I personally feel like you sh- she shouldn't have done that so public. To me. Just because it's her sister on a show Serena, it's her it's her first chance back, and she's also another person of color, so she's not going to get as many opportunities as the white girls. So I just feel, and, and she's also coming for her personal business now. Serena was in the wrong completely with with the hairstyle. I just feel like it should have been taken care of in private and not on such a public forum. I mean, I agree to an extent, but for me, if it's like, if there's money, when money is involved, that's when like, okay, if she gave her money and she was not happy, if any of us bought something, we would be like, excuse me, I want my money back. You know what I mean? And like, I, I, like I said, I agree to some extent, but I feel like Serena should have at least like tried to resolve it. But if you're not- She didn't try to resolve it at all? According to Akira's live, because girl, I, I don't get involved in. I haven't called either one of us about it. Popcorn, bitch, just I, I was just sitting there, like watching this, going, "What the hell is happening?" It was just me and the crickets outside at two in the morning, smoking a cigarette and watching her live, and it was all just about how I guess she had paid. Serena wanted her to pay all of the money up front, but she only paid half. And then Serena was mad because Akiria refused to pay the rest of the money. And Akiria told her, well, as my sister, you need to make this right. You should give me my money back and I'll give you this wig back. And she was like, oh, well, uh, uh, Chacharina wigs, we don't um, give refunds. So, okay, okay. But that's not, it's not just any client. It, that's yeah, exactly. But I guess <laughs> then it went from being a sister. I, I From what I understood, it was Serena turned it immediately from being you're my sister and I want to make this right to businesswoman. This is my business. She's we don't work in girl. <laughs> right. We don't <laughs> refunds, but here's a gift certificate for another wig. Wait, well, but I, mean, I okay, guess but Ginger, you don't know that there's there's more shit behind this, and that's why Akira is upset. Well, that's why we're here for you. What's some more shit? I I need some coffee, some tea, some popcorn, bitch. So uh, there was a project that um, Serena was, that Serena did. Hold on, hold on. One second. Before we go into this, because this is some good tea, I want everybody to go get themselves a cup of tea while we take a word from our sponsors and get ourselves ready. Oh my God, yes. I need need some some popcorn. I need to be lubricated and ready. We'll be right back. <laughs> and we are back with Miss Jiggly Caliente about to spill the scalding hot tea of the real behind the scenes info. This is the lifetime movie of the week <laughs> of Akira versus Serena. But Round one. I also want to say this too to the fans. Please, this is all for entertainment purposes. Yes. Please do not go and give any of the girls hate like this is oh so God, yeah. to go do that like leave leave them alone don't give them hate don't give them shit yeah. don't give them advice because they are grown ass women and enjoy, they can handle enjoy it enjoy the tea and then just leave it leave it just watch watch yeah, the, leave it on the podcast girl if, if, there are sisters and we're the ones sitting here going i haven't called them about this i'm not talking to them about this. it's not my no, business I we will just we'll just talk about yeah. what we saw on the internet 
Okay, and so so continue the story. Okay, so there was a project that Serena was doing and some of our other Rue sisters backed out on her last minute. Can we call Rue sisters roosters? Roosters. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? Roosters? Like Rue and sisters be roosters. That is hilarious. You need to coin that. Roosters, we're birds of a oh feather. My God. Get Let's just keep giving Ginger more shit to add to her little bank account. Okay, so <laughs> okay, so what, can we name the girls that uh the the Rue sisters, the roosters that um that said this? So apparently, uh, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, it's Alexis, Kahana, and Coco last minute backed out on Serena on this project. Which Alexis? Mateo. 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 All, all of them from Las Vegas, right? The Vegas girls. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so apparently that fell through and then Raja is already part of this project. So Raja was like, well, let me see if I can get some of our other sisters. So Raja calls Akiria and Silky. Silky was like, mm, I got nothing else to do. Why not? If I can get, and Silky still had her um, her prize from her season that if she, like that Fort Lauderdale stayed. Oh, so, yeah, oh, yeah, cute. okay. So she was like, if I can claim that for this, for that weekend or a week, whatever, she was like, I'm game. Cause you know, flights are nothing at this. Like, I mean, this was back a couple of months ago. So after like, so Akira and Silky were able to get the prize. So they all went. And then apparently by the time they got there, Serena wasn't exactly hospitable. And like, she was, it, the project, I guess since it wasn't exactly what Serena wanted, it, she was not as um, game to do it. But she, they still did whatever project it was. What kind of and project was this? Like, like I think it was like it was stuff for like content for um for her wig line. Not, I, I I doubt it was on the content. <laughs> uh, but I, it it was drag involved, so it's like me. It's photo shoots and hair and all that. Okay, okay, for her business. Okay, her yes. working girl business. Okay, yeah. But apparently, they didn't get these photos till about a week or two before we had to do promo oh but this was shot in like january or something like that so the girls had time yeah and and serena wasn't exactly uh like i guess as available considering it's her project and it's like she's the one who said she was gonna do all these photos for these girls and give all the, the girls some hair I don't know what happened. And then Akira felt like Serena could do the job. And there you go. Akira did say in her live, I asked her several times, is this something that you're comfortable doing? Is this something that you're capable of doing? Because if not, I have no problems going to somebody else. Right. And I guess she was like, oh, yes, 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 absolutely. Whatever you want, I can do it. A shout out to... Chantel Sparkles, if anybody needs some crazy drag hair, uh, she does all my hair. You go to integration. I do chat from integration wigs. I also I do. Oh, 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 yes. Edward Scissorhands down. He does all my like um, natural womanly hair because he's just so fantastic at, at like. Well, integration does all of my good church going hair. <laughs> and then I also use Gloria from Wigs and Grace. Yes, I also I've used Gloria. I've used a, a ton of hairstylists, but I, I also use Chastity, um, Drag by Chariel. Yeah, um, I've never I've never gotten a wig from her, but bitch, she is beautiful, and I've seen her OnlyFans, and it is yeah, beautiful. As well. see it. I, I like her because her hair I could walk through a fucking windstorm, and still the hair would still stay in its place. If so we are like giving it. some shout outs for wigs, pe wig people, there's also two um, that I've been using here in Florida, down down like South Florida. Um, and I'm going to find, I know their real names, but I need to find their business names because I want to give those to you before the episode is over. But they are fantastic as well. Like there's a lot of good options. Just go, literally, if you look on most drag queens pictures, they always tag the hairstyle. Oh, actually, my entrance hair, 
is um Blair St. Clair. So my hair, um oh, and it was stunning. Hair by Blair, bitch. She bitch. That when I tell you Blair laid that hair down, I was like, okay. You are living your only life, bitch, as a blonde, honey. Oh, I was well, that's what I feel like as Jiggly, I feel like that's where I separate the two. I feel like Jiggly's the blonde and Bianca's the brunette. Yeah, so. well, you you look fantastic with all color hair. I love you and jet black hair, which you have on right now. You just look so stunning. But I mean, you look stunning in the blonde too. I mean, you just you're stunning. Stunning. Thank I was you know. I was stunned. I was slapped. So uh one of the guys that I've been using for hair lately, his name is Jonathan Hall. And I guess his business is Backlot Wigs. His back cash app, wig. his cash app is dollar sign backlot wigs. He's kind of cute. He kind of looks like a 70s porn star in that picture. Yes, he is cute. He's very sweet. He's and <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I just made that up. I don't know. <laughs> like a horse or a horse fly. Either way, <laughs> we're into it. Um, but he does really lovely hair and he's not very expensive. And then I'm gonna find the other ones to keep talking. Okay, so um what were we gonna say? Hey, we're talking about hair. Talking about hair. Who um, designed your entrance look? My entrance look was Angel Ayala. Uh, they, both of them, the promo and entrance is Angel Ayala. Where are they from? Angel is from is based out here in New York. So yeah. Bro, that all that fabric up in the air for your promo, it was was that real or did they digitalize yeah. that? Oh, that's uh, real. Yeah, I had about six yards. So the there's a there's two pieces to it. The one on my shoulder is about six yards of orange and gold silk chiffon. And the one on my hip is also is about another four yards of that. Stunning. So I did a picture kind of like that same kind of silhouette for my um, uh, Queen's tribute for um, Tyra Sanchez, the turquoise uh -huh. and peach, where the, in the picture I'm like slinging up the thing and it's kind of the same effect. But mine, yeah. was, mine was that, but Leo also warped it to make it look even more incredible. So that's amazing that they got that in just a shot. Thank you. Well, I mean, like, that's why I posted the, the behind the scenes of my look, because I wanted people to see that that was real. Like, there's a lot of fabric with my outfit. Yeah. Well, I mean, you look stunning. I'm excited to see what you bring. I'm excited to see what both of y'all bring. I just, I I'm just like, look, the show. And, that was, and mind you, that was a time. So I wore my Louboutins for the promo. I was like, oh, bitch. I don't know why I keep doing that to myself. I was like, bitch, just put on a regular. See, I don't understand that. I have one pair of Louboutins, and the only reason why I bought them was because I went to the VMAs, and I was like, girl, I have to, you know, I'm going to be around these real celebrities. I have to have some nice shoes. I hated myself afterwards because they are the most uncomfortable shoes ever. I don't know why girls spend so much money on shoes. I am a girl that spends not a lot of money on shoes and not a lot of money on jewelry. Well, that's a lot. Um... It depends on what the jewelry pageant. You used to be a pageant queen. That's a lie. Yeah, but I, I have all that pageant jewelry and I never wear it. Me either. I've gotten to the point where I'm like, oh, I'd rather It doesn't travel boot. well. It doesn't travel well. No, and girl, how many times have we all gotten two into a number and we flung our earrings up and into the audience? And you one, if the, if the earrings cost a hundred bucks, that's $50 right there, bitch gone. Yeah. And then I love when, I remember like, in Mexico, I had one of these like cute little fucking Elias uh, jewelry. Bitch, I flung my hand, that ring flew so far, and I said, Oh, there goes that. Yeah, and you ask for it back, and those people are like, Oh, no, this is mine now. <laughs> I would have drop kicked somebody. I over guess the so. Uh, so the, the last one that I've been using is Carlos Amonteros, and their business name is Hats by Carlos. Oh, cool. Um, and they did a lot of stuff for me uh, recently. So they're, it's all fantastic. They're all really good and they're all very different. So it depends on what you're actually looking for with your hair yeah. on who you go to. But my- Chantel's stuff is really good too. Yeah, Chantel's is good. And this is another tip for people that are going to drag designers, j uh, jewelry designers, hairstylists. Um, if you are going to pay for a product most drag stuff is custom. Remember that. Don't try to 
lower cut or undercut somebody's price. If that's what their price is, either pay it or go and buy something off the rack. Don't try to finagle with people's prices. That's so rude. That's so rude that, you know, as an artist, the people that do that, would you go and work a booking for half of your booking price? No, you wouldn't. So why would you ask somebody to do a bunch of work for you for half the price? It's just not, you know, pay the fee, support an LGBT business, and I mean, I love your sisters because, like, you know, I have my homegirls that'll do stuff for me. But well, that's di that's different. I'm talking about like somebody that's a stranger hits up yeah. somebody. Else. You know, girl, don't, you don't know them to be asking for a discount. You know what I mean? These are, and plus, most of our like all pretty much all LGBT businesses are small like businesses. It's not yeah. like they're like huge franchise companies. No, bitch. These are like mom and pop type of like. Yeah. So you have to support them. And like, that's the only way they'll thrive. Yeah, they got to support. They got to pay their bills. Anyway, so let's move on from talking about drag, uh, hair and, and costumes. I want to talk about Pose. I, girl, this. Well, it's still hair and costumes. Well, yes. <laughs> girl, this season has put me through it. Oh, get ready. The, like, the last episode is going to be the one. So you were in it, you were in this. How was the experience of being in Pose as a franchise? Pose, Pose to me is like this, the end of this is kind of bittersweet because this has been three years of my life. I've been part of Pose in season one. I remember when I first got cast and I was auditioning against all of our sisters too. So I was like, <laughs> it was like, and I got really, I feel very fortunate to have been part of it. And you know, because the role originally was for a Latina, but then they were like, well, since you're Asian, let's just make her Filipino. And so they made my character Filipino. And then Ryan Murphy and Stephen Canals thought it would be really fucking funny to be like, you know what? We're not going to make you dance. We're not going to make you do any of that ballroom stuff. You're going to be the seamstress. <laughs> wow. I was like, that's not fucking funny. And they were just like, isn't that ironic? I go, that's not fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> Say no, Alanis Morris said that it's not ironic. Well, girl, like, hey, hey, you, you got on another TV show, a mainstream TV show of, as a real actress. Looking gorgeous. Looking gorgeous. And um, uh, it's a, an iconic show. And uh, you got to represent... Uh, a demographic that is highly underrepresented and um yeah the show is amazing thank you i it's i just feel like it sucks now that it's ending and we wrap like we finished filming march and like i remember we had to film all the ball scenes in one week oh wow oh my god and then well, they had to so the way they had to do it was because they, they can only be a certain amount of people in a room. They had to puzzle us in the whole cast. We would switch wigs and outfits and they would <laughs> somewhere else just so the place looks full. And we're like, God, yeah, this is fun. Well, and what was really fun was in that week that they were filming all that, Jiggly and I were in production meetings every day for the second season of Wigs in a Blanket, our cooking show, which got picked up by Out TV and Amazon Prime. Um, and Yay. so it was like big budget this year. So we're like busting our asses trying to get everything together. And she's like, wait, girl, I got to go change my wig and stand on the other side of the room now. She's like, I'll get back to you with a recipe later tonight. Girl, dang. Yeah. Well, we're I mean girls, this is what we do. I was like, I just wanted to continue to work. And I was glad that they asked me back, at least for the final season. I was like, cause I was scared after when COVID hit and all production got halted. I remember I went for like one fitting and then I never heard from them again. And I was like, did I do something? I was like, uh, <laughs> they were like oh no, it was cause the production has been halted. They were like, it should only be like uh, two weeks. Yeah, so let's talk about so uh, we're going to go back to clothing and stuff. Back, 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 back again. Uh -huh. You're working on a, a merch line. Yeah, so I collabed with Manila 
And Manila has decided that I should have all, like I decided actually to have my merch in Manila's website because I feel like there's more traction with Manila. And, and if I was gonna work with any of my sisters or like when it comes to like clothing or merch, I was like, Manila's the one to work with because she could sell crack to a priest. Just oh, she's fierce. okay. She's fierce. she really is fierce to work with because she's so creative. She's she's got yeah. such great direction. She knows exactly what she's doing. Have um, you ever tried to sell crack to a priest? I mean, uh, she probably me has tried to sell crack. I mean, I tried it, to sell my ass to a priest. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't the 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 drugs kind. She sold her crack to the police. <laughs> oh, okay. To the police? No, the priest. The priest, not to the police. <laughs> Fuck the or, or probably both. You know, who knows? <laughs> she trying to get out of that parking that, ticket. That, that, that past life, I mean, if, I should write a book about that, actually. Come to think of it. Like, the stuff that I've done when I was working. You were, should. Bro, because you were a different kind of working girl for a little uh, bit. I was and, the one of the night. And that's okay. There's nothing yeah. wrong with sex workers, girl. Girl, I would have been a woman of the night, but I just don't like to stay up that late. I would have had to be like a woman of the late afternoon. When I first started being a Rue girl and we were all signed under PG. So I would jokingly tell David, I'd be like, look, I made more money sucking dick. So you better make money for me. <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I, I would always tell David, don't have to go back. I was like, do I, I was joking around and tell David, do I have to go back to sucking dick? Please don't. <laughs> I would have been a working girl of the night too, but I'm just too lazy. That's a lot of work. Not if you just lay there. No, you can't. Ginger, yeah, you're not no, you can't just lay you. there. You can't just lay there. You gotta, 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 and you have to act like they are the biggest slinging motherfucker in the planet. You have to act like you are choking on this little thing. Bitch, it is, <laughs> it is a, you have to be an actress. Yes, thank goodness on. I am. Come on, working girl. Uh -huh. Love this. Give us your best acting moment. I mean, it's just it's a, with a little with a little piece. One one you could just floss your teeth with. We, but you gotta be a you gotta be uh, Meryl Streep with it. So show give us a good acting. Oh, so I would be like, oh, daddy, that is so nice. This is so pretty, daddy. I look so good in my mouth. You like the way it looks, daddy? It tastes so good. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, so you have a, a a career in the uh, the phone industry? I oh, think I would. I used to. I that's why I had a lot of return clients. I oh. made them feel like they were like the master of the house the keeper of the inn bitch i was like they you had to you earned you it to, because you wanted them to come back and mainly the ones that come like like that bitch i wanted them to always come back because those are the easiest ones because i'm not a girl per hour i'm a girl per session so as soon as you nut you're done <laughs> oh, wow well we have gotten really deep into this conversation i know it is a perfect segue into this game we've been playing with everybody <laughs> out here so we're playing a game called uh, we don't really have a title for it what, what should we name it two in the pink one in the stink <laughs> that's, that's a good name so it's like two truths and a lie i'm gonna give you oh that's good that is two, good yeah <laughs> two in the pink one in the stink so i'm gonna give you three titles of pornographic movies two of them are real one is fake it's up to y'all to figure out which one is fake all right okay wait gay porn straight porn porn in general we don't discriminate you know we talked a couple weeks ago about our first porn experiences mine was sumo sue and the fat ladies of wrestling because my brother left it it got stuck in the vcr oh no it, i looked it up it still exists all right <clears throat> Number one, a cock to remember, <laughs> which is a play on a walk to remember. Yeah. I suppose I would like, is Mandy Moore starring? In I remember one? that's awful because they better start Mandy Whore. <laughs> it's better. Oh my God. Number two, James Boned, Golden Brown Eye. Oh, J J uh, James Bond. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. And number three, Passion of the Christ 2, The Second Coming. 
Oh my God, these are awful. They're I terrible. Think I remember the one that's real. I don't think the other two are real. Well, only one is fake. Oh, only one is fake? Only one is fake. Oh, then it's the second one. J James Boned, Golden Brown Eye. Yeah. I think it's the first one. That's, that's the fake one. You think a cock to remember. Yeah. Well, you're both wrong. What? The, the fake one is Passion of the Christ 2, The Second Coming. Oh, my God. I can totally see some gay porn. That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, I can see a gay porn doing that. <laughs> oh my gosh well this has been so much fun thank you for being a guest on our podcast today hey thanks for being had do you want to plug anything while we're here so stay tuned for wigs in a blanket two coming to amazon prime and to out tv and translation season two will be out in the fall as well on amazon and out tv and that stars you kylie some love peppermint and, and correct yeah, it's a fabulous show. I loved season one, so make sure y'all stay tuned for season two. Wigs in a Blanket is bigger, better, and more buttery than ever before, so make sure you watch that. Yeah, then, right. We used so much butter this season, Jesus Christ. And follow Mrs. Jigglesworth all over the social medias. And give her the love she deserves. One of my best mm -hmm. friends in the whole wide world. I love you so much. I love you, James. I love you too, Trinity. I love you too. Good luck with everything, with, the, with all your shows. There's so Thank many shows. <laughs> Continue to work it out, as the kids say. Yes. All right. Have a great night. Night. Bye. Bye. Well, we've enjoyed talking with all of y'all. Well, actually, just with ourselves, and you have all been listening. <laughs> and, um, oh, no, we hear you shouting back. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we say something stupid, we hear y'all. Oh, yeah, and if we don't hear y'all, we see the tweets, trust. Um, but thank you so much for joining us this week for our Working Girls podcast. Um, we always enjoy our conversations. Yeah, and we always enjoy you. So make sure that you like, subscribe, uh, go ahead and send it to anybody that you may know. Send it to Nana at the nursing home. Yes. She needs a friend and we are those friends. Yes, and go buy some merch. Mm -hmm. um, support, uh, I'm sure by now it's already been on TV, but um, All Star 6 with Ginger and Jiggly. That's right, and it's a fabulous season. I know everybody always says, oh, ours is the best season. No, girl, it's real. This is the best season. I, I disagree. All Stars 4 was the best, but uh, uh, well, I digress. We want you to watch both. And <laughs> you let us know. Yeah, you let us know. And, and make sure, in order to let us know, you follow us on all of our social media. Yep. Uh, for all of mine, just go to gingerminge.com. And for me, it's Trinity the Tuck. <laughs> there you go. We love you guys. We can't wait to talk to you next time. Yes. Have a great night. Peace. Bye. Peace out. Peace out.